Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through we were really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the books. But today we are discussing Act 3, scenes 9 through 15 of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. First, we have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast, and we want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog. Love WizardTeam. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. Check out our new Patronus perks, or send us a cherry charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website to step up your nerd, fashion, and stationary game. If you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Debra with nerd news and links uh, to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Um, so join us for our holiday celebration on December 15th. Um, we'll be doing a live stream with the rest of our squad, Connie and Delia, and some special guests. So you should come and, like, talk to us. We're going to play some games. We're going to, like, talk about things. It'll be fun. Um, so it's December 15th, and we're still, well, by the time this comes out, we'll have a time, but by the time we're recording, we're still, like, sort of figuring it out, but it's around, like, evening, um on the 15th so check us out and check out our socials with all the info on it magical birthdays Mm -hmm. tomorrow is charlie weasley's birthday what up boo what's up boo thing happy birthday charlie happy birthday to the best weasley Mm. which we know for sure isn't ron not as far as um this play is concerned. I mean, um, the good thing about this play is it made the arguments for who the best Weasley is, like, you know, we whittled the field down for sure. By well, one. by one, because only two of them are in this play. <laughs> uh, so speaking of, previously on Wizard Team, Scorpius came back to the present to find that it is basically, I don't know. The Nazis Death won. Eater, the, the Nazis it's won. It's the man from High Castle. I don't know if you've mm, ever seen mm-hmm. that show. I haven't seen it, but I know that concept, yeah. But the concept I've, is that the Nazis won. Yeah. And so things are Also, a thing that the Wizarding World could learn from the man from High Castle is that show's ending, and they are destroying every single piece of Nazi propaganda. They don't want any of it ending up out in the world. They're just like, listen, this show has a very clear message Mm-hmm. very clear premise mm-hmm. that does not mean and like Nazi uniforms and paraphernalia are part of that but that does not mean that we gonna be out in Times Square throwing up swastikas right um, so, you know take note mm-hmm. <laughs> JK Rowling JK um, so events have occurred Scorpius is now infamous throughout the castle and works Closely with headmistress Dolores Umbridge um, under the moniker the Scorpion King. This gives me Drake um, Polly vibes. Chapman is trying to holla um, for the trying to get her shoot her shot for the blood ball. Um, 
Oh, the reason why we live in Voldemort's world is because um, Cedric Diggory was humiliated into becoming a Death Eater by one Scorpius and Albus. Um, and apparently it, he was just so close this whole time. We had no idea um, that one humiliation he, away, one humiliation away from becoming literal death eater. Um, Draco is the head of magical law enforcement, but it's like a bad dad until him and Scorpius have a heart to heart. That won't mean anything because it's not the same Draco as in the rest of the play. Um, Ron and Hermione are still running Dumbledore's army by themselves, and it's just the two of them, plus Snape occasionally popping in on his breaks from being the potions master at Hogwarts. And they are still, after the fireworks, after presumably maybe kissing during the Battle of Hogwarts, maybe that didn't happen because as a result of the fireworks that said Ron loved Hermione, but they don't know that they don't, they're still surprised about the, oh, we're married in another um, timeline. So... They're hopeless. Um, Which is so funny because, like, of all of the, like, bad romance, Ron and Hermione had the most setup. Mm -hmm. And yet, Harry and Ginny are married in every timeline. They're flourishing. Well, not this one because Harry's dead. Like, it's an an inevitability. Mm -hmm. Yep. I wonder where Ginny is, because if it's only, maybe the rest of the Weasleys are dead in this timeline? No one says anything about that. Maybe they just, like, were like, yes, we're purebloods, we'll shut up now. That just doesn't... They're like the the way the Malfoys were in the actual timeline, or like, we were imperious. Mm -hmm. They're like, we were under Dumbledore's spell. But we believe in blood purity. I don't know. Yikes. All of it um, anyway, Scorpius finds Snape and is taken to the Dumbledore's army hideout that is under the Whomping Willow for some reason, but isn't the Shrieking Shack, and then gives the Time Turner to Hermione, and then they all decide that they're all four of them going to go back in time to use Protego, which Scorpius Does it know? may or may not know at this But I feel like he should know because he taught it to Dumbledore. Like, Harry taught it to Dumbledore's army at 15. So maybe it's something that he learned when prepping for the Triwizard Tournament and that's why now I, I have know. to see. I feel what... like Protego is like a first year spell. But Learn how not. to protect yourself. Love how when I type Protego into Google the, the uh, first um, thing that comes up is Protego Maxima. Oh my god. <laughs> L-O-L. Why? Who says Protego Maxima? Don't tell me. Protego Totalum. Who said Protego Totalum? Was that just hair? Or was that just... Sorry, this is totally... Maybe Oh, that was um, one that... That was the one that Hermione used when she was doing, um, like, the spells to protect, like, the full... Like, when they were on, um... On the run. On the run. Um, I just saw some HPA why stuff, why so shout out to them. Why always protect cool. totally? Well, it's Yay. different, because Protego Totalum is, like we need protection from this space versus Protego, which is just a shield. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was a different kind of, um, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I'm trying to see, I don't know if it ever says what, um, it was a subject of a question of the theory of charm OWL in 1996. So it was on the OWL. So maybe they were supposed to learn it fifth year because it's on the OWL but Harry taught the charm to Dumbledore's army, presumably because he learned it 
for in the, preparation for the, the Triwizard Tournament because he, you know, he was too young, so the other kids would have known it already. Mm. Okay, so I could see, I could see I guess, Scorpius but I also not feel knowing like that spell. You would teach yourselves, and especially in Voldemort's world. Not that Scorpius knows has been in Voldemort's yeah. world very long, but like, but they could just teach it to him. Like they don't all have to go back in time. Um, they could just teach him Protego and then send him back because it's his business and not all three of them. Like, it just seems like it's a lot. Anyway, they all four of them go and Hermione um, blocks Albus's original spell in task one, even though, well, I guess it did change a few things. So they did have to change that one because it did change a few things. Um, so yeah, so that's basically what happened. But apparently... The thing that I don't, the thing that I think, the thing that I think is the issue is that, well, I guess if Cedric didn't get Expelliarmus, never mind, we're good. I'm going to start talking myself in circles and we should just break for our sponsors and then get into, get into it. The mess. (laughs) All right. So act three, scene nine, we're at the edge of the forbidden forest. Um, The four of them returned from time um, at the edge of the forest and Ron is in a lot of pain. Snape looks around, immediately aware of the mess they're in. Um, so apparently the time turner does something to Ron this time. We're not sure what, but something. Um, Snape is like, we're above ground. We got to move. Because apparently they haven't changed enough. Because the second task is really the one that like turned Cedric into a Death Eater. <laughs> To kill Neville. That was the other thing previously. Mm. He turned into a Death Eater, killed Neville before Neville could kill Nagini, and that's why Voldemort won. Um, oh my god. It hurts it's my so heart. Dumb. It hurts my brain. It's so dumb. Where is Cho? Cho, <laughs> like, she, <laughs> Cho is a lady I'm Death Eater. About, like, so now I'm thinking about Him like Cho, Cho like, got together. like... And then she either... She like, doesn't watched. hate Voldemort because Voldemort didn't kill her man. All of Cho's motivation for being a part of the resistance was because they killed Cedric. Cedric didn't die. So they're in love and they're both killing mudbloods as oh, a couple in love does. You know? Right. Go out to dinner, go to Madame Pattyfoot's, kill some mudbloods on the way. You know? Mm-hmm. Romantic no. shit. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway. Um... <laughs> Ron, you can still walk. Come on, says Hermione. So they're trying to... So they're basically trying to get back to their hideout. Um, But again, not really clear why they're all there other than that, like, they wanted... Like, the writers wanted them to be there, but... That's why we're all here. That's... It is. None of this... None of this is clear. So, did it work? Um, Hermione's like, we blocked the spell. Cedric kept his wand. And Snape says, but we came back to the wrong place. We're outside. Um... Uh, you know, we're horribly exposed, but then Dementors pop up. Um, this is a disaster, says Snape. And then Hermione says, they're after me and not any of you. Ron, I love you. I always have. But the three of you need to run. Go now. I hate it. I remember seeing this part, but I, I forgot it until reading it. Like, this is one part that I read and then, like, remembered being, like, okay like it's just so bad uh and ron is like what and then scorpio says what and then ron says can we talk about the love thing first not with the mentors here sir like are you are you kidding me right now they are here 
Time to go. Hermione says, this is still Voldemort's world and I'm done with it. Reversing the next task will change everything. So basically, okay. So she's like, you guys go. And then Ron decides that he's going to stay too. Um, and he tries to use expected Patronum, but Hermione's like, no, let's give the boy the best chance we can at getting away. And then they're like, a daughter and a son. I liked that idea. Which is um, like, y'all could have been had. Well, not just, really been had because you live in a root, but y'all could have been together. What did I write here? Y'all share, you could have shared that root in love instead of whatever the hell. So I, sorry. I, I just am like looking at this note and it says, I can't read it. <laughs> like, it looks like Ignis. Or it says... Nonsense? Ignorance? It can't say ignorance. You can't read it. it so. I can't read it, but it can't say ignorance. It's not enough words. Maybe I was just so upset that whatever I was trying to write, I just didn't. I couldn't spell it right. I, just, I don't even know what I was trying to say. Maybe I wrote ignore, but no, because my E would have been... I mean, my R would have been way more distinct than that. It looks like Ignis. So this entire thing is Ignis. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Ignis. But that's how I felt. Maybe that's what you're trying to do. Ignit. That's wild. I really do not know what the fuck I was writing. I just know I was over it. So upset that you forgot how to use English. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I'm, I hate it. Wow, that's going to bother me. But So then Hermione says, kiss me. And then Ron thinks that he does. And then the two are yanked apart and pinned to the ground. And we watch as the golden whitish haze is pulled from their bodies. They have their souls sucked from them. And it is terrifying. Is it? I'm not terrified. I am bored. And like, okay, the reason why this is so, so like we were talking about in the last episode about how them being here doesn't actually do anything. And... It's like it's the fan service that isn't really serving the fans and like it's unnecessary. And then they do all of that to do this that again has no stakes. Doesn't really matter because Snape and Scorpius have not left. They just watched this whole thing happen. So the diversion didn't work. Right. They should have <laughs> been Scorpius is watching helplessly, as it says. So then like y'all should have been gone. Y'all should have been off stage at least, but you're not. So like what is what is happening here? What's the point? Um, there's no point to any of this. Snape is like, let's get down to the water. Walk, don't run. Um, stay calm, Scorpius. They may be blind, but they can sense your fear. So I guess the point is they're relying on the two of them because there's the Scorpion King and the Potions Master to not be like caught. But still the diversion didn't work. Um, think of something else, Scorpius. Occupy your thoughts. Um, and Scorpius, you know, he's having his whole like Dementor moment. There's a fog inside me, around me. Uh, Snapeus, Snape says, you're a king and I'm a professor. They're only attacked with good reason. Snapeus, yikes. Um, think about those you love. Think about why you're doing this. Scorpius is like, I can hear my mother. She wants me, my help, but she knows I can't help. Um, listen to me, Scorpius, says Snape. Think about Albus. You're giving up your kingdom for Albus, right? And this is where I wrote. Kingdom. And I can... It's because he's the Scorpion King. Okay, but um, is that not just like a play on words and a metaphor? Is it an actual literal kingdom? It's not a literal kingdom, but I just want to say that this is, I can read this note and it says gay. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. 
I still am not clear on what that other one was. But this is gay. But this one says gay. <laughs> so Snape says, one person. All it takes is one person. I couldn't save Harry for Lily. So now I give my allegiance to the cause she believed in. And it's possible that along the way, I started believing in it myself. And how is that not the shittiest way? Scorpius to... and Albus, like, love for, for this bullshit. Is that not the shittiest way to get to a cause, though? Uh, keep it. Like, keep what? it. Keep me out of it. Keep me and my like son Harry. out of it. Like, stupid. That's stupid. Especially if, okay, I kept my allegiance to the thing she believed in, even though I didn't believe in it. And now, possibly after 19 years, I sort of maybe kind of don't want to admit that I may also believe in it. Like, that was the way to say. Moving. So moving. Awe-inspiring. So then, Scorpius smiles at Snape because, yeah, because he's like, wow, brave. (laughs) Bravery. Um, <laughs> you brave heart. <laughs> um, this the is world obvi- like this is honestly the like white ally. This is like the white fake ally TM like manifesto. Like this is what they think yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Like that's all he gets all the credit for that. That's his belief. It's like but he still won't even say with his chest, right? Which is, like the thing, like he's not even saying like. Nah, like, this is some bullshit. He's like, oh, I mean, I love this woman. And, like, she thought this was cool, so I, I guess. am doing this for her. And, like, I guess it's cool, but, like, you know, don't tell nobody that I think it's cool. Then what's the point? Like, what is the point? Right. And, like, you're. how are you fighting with your whole heart if your heart is not in it? Like, right. leave me alone. Leave me alone. Um, Professor Snape, says Umbridge, popping up. Have you heard the news? We've caught that traitorous mudblood, Hermione Granger. Um, and Snape is like, that's fantastic. And then she says, with you. Granger was with you. Which, like, I just, there are no stakes. Like, this is where I wrote here. I was like, it doesn't feel like there are any stakes to this, so I don't care. Like, it just, it, it, we know that Scorpius is about to leave. Like, who needs to see Snape and Dolores duel? That was never something on my particular, like, my personal Harry Potter bucket list. Like, never really anything um and she's like with you and scorpius malfoy a student i'm becoming increasingly concerned about snape is like dolores we're late for class if you're late for class why are you not heading back to the school why are you heading to the lake there's a moment of pure silence and then snape does something hugely hugely unusual he smiles how long have you suspected how this is like the most good place season one finale This is such a, this is such bad dialogue. How long have you suspected? That's like every fucking, like, everything ever. And also, she has never, I mean, we've only seen her for like two seconds. She's never hinted at, suspected nothing. Mm-mm. All she's saying is you look suspicious because you walking away and I heard you was with Hermione Granger. <sighs> so Dolores rises off of the ground. She opens her arms wide, full of dark magic, which I don't know what this means. She takes out her wand. Why is she taking out her wand if she's rising off the ground? She could fly now too? Like who, why can everybody fly? I thought that was like a Voldemort exclusive. You know, I don't know. And I'm bored by it. Okay, cool. Well then we'll just move on. You know, Um, like I want to give you, I want to give back (laughs) what you're giving me. But 
You know, like, I just, I'm playing Mahjong now, because I just... <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Just um, here. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. Um, Maggie says that she forgot about this and asks why. I, too, forgot about it. Like, we were talking, we were saying in the last episode, like, I don't remember a lot of this act. <laughs> and I feel like my life was better for it, but here we are. Um, years, says Dolores Umbridge, and I should have acted upon it far earlier. So then they're throwing wands away, uh, or no, no, sorry, my fault. So Snape uses Depulso and Dolores propelled backwards through the air. So, so much for all that dark magic. She was like, she got defeated so quickly, but all right. You know um, why? Because we're coming on like hour four and a four of yeah. being in this shit. Maybe five. We're at like an hour five now. So we don't have time for a We don't on. have time for her to like, for a duel, like. Draco and Harry got to do an act one or act two right. or whatever. Two. Ain't nobody got time for that. I gotta go to the bathroom. My butt hurt. You know how tiny well, no, these you seats gotta, are? These, got, you don't have to go to the bathroom because you gotta, but the seats are very the tiny. The are these theaters for... were built in 17 whatever. Like, let's go. My back hurt. I'm old. So the sky turns blacker still around them. Snape uses, he conjures his Patronus, beautiful white shape of a doe. A doe, says Scorpius. Lily's Patronus. How do you First know? All, why would you know this? In and what also, way? And in what world? We and don't actually know confirmed. that Lily's Patronus is a doe. <laughs> We've never known what Lily's Patronus was. That we is assumed. his own toxic masculinity being like, James's Patronus is a stag, so Lily's has to be a doe because bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And so incel, and I loved her more. Whatever. I hate it. Like, I hate it. You don't actually know that. There's no, in, nothing anywhere that says that that would have been Lily's Like, Harry doesn't even, I mean, I could see Harry, like, jumping to the conclusion, but you don't actually know that. And it's stupid. Um, so it gets even worse. So, strange, isn't it, says Snape, what comes from within. Ugh. The mentors appear. Snape knows what it means. You need to run. I'll keep them at bay for as long as I can. Thank you for being my light in the darkness. Which is a thing that Draco said about his wife, his late wife. And Scorpius is like, you, Snape. What my mother was for Draco. Oh, Scorpius is <laughs> you are life. for me. What my mom was for my dad is what you are for me. I hate it. Snape looks at him every inch a hero. And softly smile. What inch? Whose inches? Must be some other kind of inch. Whose hero? Must be, two, must be two inches. Must be two heroes. <laughs> I don't know those definitions. And then Snape says, tell Albus, tell Albus Severus, I'm proud he carries my name. <laughs> it's all bad. <laughs> this entire page is just garbage. Everything else, I'm like, this is, this nothing... I'm going to say it now, but I might be wrong. Nothing is as bad as page 209 in the edition that I have. In, it is in the page. British, in the UK edition of. Right. Cursed it's page Child. 195 in my edition. <sighs> bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. It's awful. So the doe looks back at Scorpius and starts to run. Basically, he runs away. There's a blood curdling scream up, up, up on one side. He's lake and throws himself inside. Snape readies himself. He's pulled hard to the ground. His soul is ripped out from him. Basically, that doe was like 
didn't do shit because if you have the dough, you shouldn't be kissed by the Dementors. Right. But whatever. Basically, they're trying to give Snape this heroic ending, and I liked the other one better. <laughs> he's floating around with Nagini. In a bubble. When bubble he was all in the bubble. Yeah, that's all I miss. Because... I mean, I think she got it right the first time. I'm not gonna lie. I think so, too. Personally. Personally. I think that one was the hit. Because <laughs> this, st- this is stupid. Anyway, Scorpius ascends to the surface of the lake. He he jumps in, then ascends to the surface, breathing deeply. He looks around uh, with panicking breaths, and then Albus ascends after him. So we've had eight and a half scenes in this story with no Albus Potter, <laughs> even though this play is ostensibly about Albus, the child, Albus, the, the Harry Albus Potter, child, yeah, mm-hmm. the cursed child of mm-hmm. Harry. Um, Maggie says, "Thanks, I hate it." And says, why does Snape even know about Albus, someone who doesn't even exist in this timeline? How could he be proud of him? All he, he knows just... about Albus is what Scorpius told him, which is that he exists. Right. And that Harry named And that Harry after. named... That's it. Or so Harry why would you be proud? Him. You don't know him? He's the one who made all this shit, like, Happens. what it is. <sighs> yeah. I just... Tiana's on the same page as us in that she doesn't remember any of this happening. <laughs> I think I like there are certain things that I like the light and the darkness thing I completely blocked out I remember being mad when he said it but I don't but I like I think I don't even know I don't remember if we like talked about it in the um review and if we didn't then it's because I immediately forgot about it because it was just so terrible um um wait so Tiana's in the chat with us now and uh she says she never remembered it she's listening yeah that's what I was saying oh okay (laughs) No, it's okay. I got Luna by my side, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So, Albus is like, whoa. Um, and Scorpius is all excited that Albus is there. And Albus says, it's weird. I thought I saw Cedric start to expand, but then he started shrinking again. And I looked at you, and you had your wand out. Um, and Scorpius is like, you have no idea how good it is to see you again. And Albus is like, we just saw each other. But Scorpius hugs Albus in the water. Um... <clears throat> And then Scorpius checks and like, oh, you're in Slytherin. And now this is like, did we do anything? Scorpius is like, nah, but it's lit. We out here. Everything's back to normal. Um, and so basically they, uh, oh, so Harry enters and sprints to the side of the water, followed quickly by Draco, Ginny, and Professor McGonagall. Albus, are you okay? Says Harry. Harry, it's Harry Potter, screams Scorpius. And I remember in ours. It's hilarious. It was good. So much so that the actor, Jamie Parker, who plays Harry, almost broke. Yeah. Like, everyone like on Scorpius stage is like, it's broke. Harry Potter! Because and everybody's Harry like, Potter! Oh, and he, like, holds his hands out. <laughs> kind of like the Will Smith, like, meme. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was quite, after all of the bullshit, it actually was, like, kind of nice. It was very delightful. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, I, all right. Re- to this day, it, I, I love Scorpius. And a lot of it is because that moment was so needed after the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, and Jenny and Professor McGonagall, like, I, it's weird that he's, that maybe this is, we talked about this with, uh, Elisa. I'm like, they he's just calling them all by their first names. And it is mad uncomfortable. Um, like, and Jenny. Jenny, girl. Handle our name. Handle our name. Um, and Professor McGonagall and dad, my dad. Hi, 
dad. <laughs> and Draco's like, hello, Scorpius. Um, Jane's like, Myrtle told us everything. Um, and McGonagall's like, or Alba says, what's going on? McGonagall says, you're the one who returned from time. Why don't you tell us? And I oop. And I oop. Um, and then Scorpius immediately, immediately registers what they know and says, oh no, oh bother, where is it? I've lost the time turner. Um, and Harry and McGonagall are like, y'all got some explaining to do. The time turner's missing. It's, it's a mess. So scene 10, they're at, they're in McGonagall's okay. office. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should wait or not. I'll wait. Okay. Um, okay, so scene 10. So to be clear... Says McGonagall. You illegally jumped off the Hogwarts Express. You invaded and stole from the Ministry of Magic. You took it upon yourself to change time, whereupon you disappeared two people. And Albus says, I agree, it doesn't sound good. And then McGonagall continues, and your response to disappearing Hugo, which who? Because this is the first we've heard of him in this entire time. They say baby <laughs> so, Hugo. They ask. Okay. They ask, how's, yeah, they said, how's baby Rose Hugo, and Hugo? And then Ron Hugo. answers, or Hermione answers by being like, parenting. Ron says I'm not enough around enough. You're like, what? Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Um, so you, your response to disappearing Hugo and Rose Granger Weasley was to go back in time. And this time, instead of losing two people, you lost a huge number of people and killed your father. And in doing so, you resurrected the worst wizard in the world the world has ever known and heralded in a new age of dark magic. But you were correct, Mr. It. Potter. Right. And then he says, you were correct, Mr. Potter. It doesn't sound good, does it? Are you aware how stupid you've been? And Scorpius says yes. Albus hesitates, looks at Harry, and says yes. But really, he doesn't. He don't give a fuck. He ain't learned shit. Because he, he wasn't there in the time when he should have, when he would have learned something. He didn't exist. So I just, and like, what is the point then? Where is the growth if you weren't there for the part that we would have grown in? Anyway. Um, Harry tries to cut in and McGonagall's like, shut up. Basically, that's not really what she says, but basically she's like, you can deal with them as you want, but this is my school, and so I'm going to punish them how I want to punish them without you saying nothing. And Draco is like, cool, you got it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, McGonagall says, I should expel you both, all things considered. I think it might be safer for you to remain in my care. Which, with a look to Harry. So basically he's like, y'all parents don't know what the they do. So so y'all gonna stay here with me. Um, You were in detention for the rest of the year. Christmas is canceled. You can forget visiting Hogsmeade ever again. And that's just the start. And then Hermione bursts in. Like, what did I miss? And McGonagall is like, look. Basically, McGonagall finally is like, I've had it with all y'all little kids trying to act like you know stuff, trying to push your weight around. You gonna listen to me? Mm-hmm. You gonna knock on my um, door? Yeah. First off. And she's like, first of all, you gonna knock when Maggie you Maggie said, this is where Dumbledore would have awarded Gryffindor a thousand points since it should have been Albus's house. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> it's true. Um, you changed time, you killed says, a bunch of people, a thousand points to Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Change the decorations. Oh, I said what I said. I said yeah. what I said. <laughs> I've suddenly gone temporarily deaf in my left <laughs> ear. I <laughs> didn't hear a single word you said, Albus. Um, if I could also give a detention to you, Minister, I would. Keeping hold of a time turner of all the stupid things. Um, Hermione says, in my defense. And then she says, and in a bookcase. You kept it in a bookcase. It's almost laughable. 
Someone said Hermione, it. Thank God. Hermione says Minerva Whoop. and then corrects herself because she knew. My fault. My Professor McGonagall. McGonagall says, your children didn't exist. This happened in my school under my watch after all that Dumbledore did. I couldn't live with myself. Um, then she turns to Albus. Well, you, would, you weren't alive either, Minerva. Just, just to call it so you thing. know. Just to make it like. You too. To, it makes you feel better. You two were dead. Mm-hmm. They killed you as well. Also and as mm-hmm. well. Exactly. Um, so she says, your intentions uh, to save Cedric were honorable if misguided. Were they though? Um, no, like because honorable? it wasn't about Cedric. They weren't actually honorable because it wasn't about Cedric the whole time. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. And so basically McGonagall says, bravery doesn't forgive stupidity. Which is... A word that Harry Potter needs to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, you were so young, said McGonagall. She looks to Harry, Draco, Ginny, and Hermione. You're all so young. You have no idea how dark the Wizarding Wars got. So I'm not clear on this. And I, that's mostly because I can't remember the, um, like, the staging of this and, like, how they played it. Mm-hmm. But when she looks to Harry, Draco, Ginny, and Hermione, like, Where is, Ron? is she looking is Ron to them there? to back... We'll get to Ron. Um, so he looks to them and it's like, I think she's looking at them to back them up mm-hmm. or to back her up, I guess, in this case. Um, you were reckless with the world. Some people, very dear friends of mine and yours, sacrificed a huge amount to create and sustain. Alba says, yes, professor. Um, and then she's like, go on, get out the lot of you and find me that time turner. So basically the guy was in charge now, which like, basically I, look at me, look at me. I'm the I'm minister the now. <laughs> I'm the minister now. Yeah, so no Ron, which at this point is not like terrible because it's not his kids. Right. Um, Because Hermione's only there because she's the minister. Right. But we will get to Ron and it's not like his him being there is going to help. help anything. Um... Alright, scene 11, we're in the Slytherin dormitory. Albus is sitting in his room and Harry enters. Looks at his son full of anger, but cautious not to let it spill. Um, and he's like, thanks for letting me come up. No luck yet about the time turner searching. Um, and then he's like, this is a nice room. And they talk about how green is a nice color and uh, and all that stuff. And then he says, uh, Gryffindor rooms are all well and good, but the trouble with red is... Uh, it's said to send you a little mad. Not that I'm casting aspersions, which I'm like, I mean... But you are now. Okay. Also, this is <laughs> stupid. It is. This dumb conversation um, to add to this play when my butt hurts. I've been sitting in this tiny-ass seat for five hours. <laughs> um, so Albus says, I thought I could... Um, so Albus says, I thought I could change things. I thought Cedric, it's unfair. But again, he's projecting. And if he would just go to therapy and fix his own shit, Ooh. then he wouldn't be bringing Cedric in through it. What has Cedric got to do with you a and your word. dad? Um, and Harry says, of course it's unfair, Albus. Don't you think I know that? I was there. I saw him die. Like, I just love, like, why is Albus trying to tell Harry, Harry Potter, anything who experienced about the thing about fairness? <laughs> like, um, I know, says Albus, which is like, you know now. But also, again, like, this growth isn't earned because he wasn't in, like, a good chunk of the play. Neither of them existed. And so then, what? like, I just... I mean, anyway. I, the the next part that he's about to say, like, I think he learns some some there, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's not that he didn't learn; it's just that they give him growth that isn't earned. Yeah, 
it's not that he doesn't grow because this is about the moment where he should be growing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this scene, I think, is placed correctly. It's just not placed after something that actually makes it. I mean, I guess make, the knowledge like, of knowing that like his actions erased him from the world is what has him thinking. And then hearing maybe from Scorpius, like, or hearing that story through Scorpius's eyes, like, of everything that they put in motion and, like, the consequences of that could have helped him grow, like, learn. Mm-hmm. But it's all, like, it's a secondhand thing. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like a, a secondhand, like, it can't be that when you're the main character. Like, just, like, in terms of, like, construction of a story. Yeah. Like, it just is too passive. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> whatever. It's done. Um, so Harry's like, if you're trying to do as I did, you went the wrong way about it. I didn't volunteer for adventure. I was forced into it. Except that one time. Um, when there was a but, sorcerer's stone and everyone But I was 11. It. And, like, after that, I learned, like, you know, I probably should chill. And then trouble just kept finding me after that. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um... <laughs> You did something really reckless, something really stupid and dangerous, something that could have destroyed everything. And I was like, I know, okay, I know. Um, he wipes a tear. Harry notices it and takes a breath, so he pulls him back himself back from like going all the way off. Um, and Harry says, I was wrong too to think Scorpius was Voldemort's son. No shit. <laughs> like, I'm, glad, I'm glad somebody said it at least. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then he says, I've locked away the map. You won't see it again. Um, like, that, then why goes, is this the map's fault? It's not. Just um, give the map back to James and let yeah, it be used for let trickery and it. mischief. As it was designed for. Yeah. The map and the uh, oh. invisibility cloak. Um, also, where is the cloak? He, I guess and it's then he says... Yeah. They both are with James, I think. Um, your mom left your room exactly as it was when you ran away. You know that. Wouldn't let me go in. Wouldn't let anyone go in. You really scared her and me. And like, I think this would hit harder if he had been gone for longer. Yeah. Not that like, it's not a thing, but he was only gone I mean, for this like part also confuses me because, so do they not have, they don't have the moment. When he bans Albus from hanging out with Scorpius, Albus is a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. So do, wouldn't they not have that moment? That wouldn't be a part of the like this new third yeah alternate timeline. I no, I think it is because they didn't change it enough. Like they didn't change the timeline enough that he like he wasn't but I don't you know what? I don't actually know. Because Fuck it. Let me not even try to explain that. When you're right. Like him banning Yeah, them when from, Harry like, puts the full force yeah. of the ministry and then gives McGonagall the Marauders map to make sure that they don't that Abbas doesn't leave the castle. And that he yeah. doesn't hang out with Scorpius. Albus is a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. And that never happened. And Hermione's not minister. And Hermione's not minister. And that never happened. So that never happened. But I think they're trying, the way that they were trying to do it is that they went back in time and they were trying to keep the time, they were like, the timeline is the same, but only small differences so that it, there would be some continuity there, whereas they didn't do that for the so second time around. This... I'm not saying it makes sense, but. <laughs> and now in this current reality. Harry still did that. A... He just did that while Albus was a Slytherin. I guess. 
And also, like, I, yeah, again, with, with and Hermione, was and then again with Albus being missing, like, it wasn't that long. Like, it was in the same day that they found him because they came, like, they came back to. They're using a time turner, so they left and then they came right back. Yeah. To the exact same time, both times, and they don't know about all the other stuff that happened in the middle of that. It's it's five minutes to last. Yeah. So he did run away for longer him. because they, when they ran when he when he ran away the first time it wasn't that long though he got off no they like got they off the find train, out that he gets off the, the train they went to what's it called the ministry but it was all like in the same day mm. like it, it wasn't like a longer t- at least from the way that I'm understanding it I could be wrong but I don't think it was like maybe it was a maybe it was a day maybe it was two days I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway. I'm confused. Um, now I'm getting confused. Luna's and confused. It's... Luna's staying confused. Yeah. She just wanted to play fetch. <laughs> um, so Albus is all surprised that they were scared. And he's like, I thought Harry Potter wasn't afraid of anything. And I just want you to, I just want him to shut up. Who also um, who calls their father by their full name like that? I thought Harry Potter. Um, Harry says, is oh, that goodness. how I make you feel? And then Albus looks at his dad trying to figure him out. Says, I don't think Scorpius said... Um, but when we returned after failing to fix the first task, I was suddenly in Gryffindor house. Nothing was better between us than either. So the fact that I'm in Slytherin, that's probably not the reason for our problems. Like, no, it's because you're an asshole and you won't I let mean, anybody forget that you're in fucking Slytherin. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care now. I don't care. It hey, guess what? Everybody knows I'm Slytherin. So Albus is like, it's not just about that. And Harry's like, no, I know. It's not just about that. And it's not Alice just about that. It's not about that at all. It's not about that at all. Not even a little not bit. Not even a little bit. Nope. Not part of the um, equation. But Harry asks Albus if he's okay. Albus says no. And Harry's like, no, nor me. So like, at least they have this moment. And that is but they're nice. they're both not okay. Where they're both not okay. And at least they like sort of understand each other. In which case, that probably should have just been the end of this play. The mm-hmm. end. We're dead. Congratulations. Ooh. Would have been a good place to stop. Anyway. We're in scene 12 now. Mm, it's a dream. Grodzik's Hollow. The graveyard. Young Harry with Petunia. Um, who's like basically rushing him to lay the flowers on the grave. And like I already hate this poxy little village. Um, Godless Hollow more like. Basically she's just talking shit. Um, and then... Harry's like, Aunt Petunia, we're their last living relatives, right? Yes, you and I, yes. Um, then Harry asks, like, about whether or not they were popular. And Petunia says, Lily tried, bless her, she tried. It wasn't her fault, but she repelled people by her very nature. And your father, an obnoxious man, extraordinarily obnoxious. No friends, neither of them. And then Harry's like, lies, okay, so lies, why are there... Lies. Right. And then she's like, why are there so many flowers on their grave? <laughs> and, I, and then... Petunia's like, well, I guess maybe there were a few, or there's a trick, or the wind blew when <laughs> flowers came from other graves. Um, and Harry's like, but they're all marked with their names. Um, Lily and James, your sacrifice, um, and Voldemort. Because apparently he has to be here. I smell guilt. There is a stench of guilt upon the air. And then Petunia's like, get away, get away from there. She pulls him back. Voldemort's hand rises into the air above the potter's gravestone. The rest of him rises after. We don't see his face, but his body. 
provides a jagged, horrific shape. I'm sick of this person telling me that I'm supposed to be horrified. The only thing I'm horrified by is goddamn writing. Like even even in the sh- play, I was not like was, especially once Voldemort actually popped up. I was just like, Ugh. who cares? But even in even as a kid reading, and I can I mean I guess because Ami's reading it now, I could see that some kids mm-hmm. were scared of Voldemort. Like, but it yeah. was never well, I never Ami had like a horror film scared of him. Closet. Yeah, no, he was never. a menacing presence, but I was never like. Honestly, when yeah, when he popped up, I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Right, it's about to go down. <laughs> it's about to go down. Yeah, but not like I'm afraid. Like he's of him. not a like a Jack the Ripper or whatever. Like, yeah. Do you still see with my eyes, Harry Potter? Says Voldemort. Young Harry exit disturbed. Exits disturbed as Albus bursts from within Voldemort's cloak. He reaches out a desperate hand towards his dad. Dad, dad. And then basically again, copy and pasted about Voldemort coming <laughs> and says Harry Potter. <laughs> and I wrote under the Harry Potter. I wrote, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so this is dumb. So this, so this part I was, this is like when I realized reading it for scene 13 that I didn't remember any of this until the very end of act three. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the very end of Act 3, but then everything from here on, I, like, I missed, but, like, most of the, what we've read so far, I didn't remember, but, like, part, as I read it, it came to me. Yeah. Whereas, like, this, I completely just, like, my brain did not. Your brain did that awesome all. thing. Yeah. That thing that brains it. do. It's like, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. You don't need it's it. unnecessary information. And my brain rarely does that. So, like, I appreciate it in this except i'm reading it now so i'll probably <laughs> never forget it <laughs> you're re- as you're rereading it your brain's like bitch i said we didn't need this yeah. we didn't want it yeah no it. i'm definitely never gonna forget this again um harry is in a horrible state so we're in uh harry and jimmy's kitchen for scene 13. 13 harry's in a horrible state petrified by what he thinks by what he thinks his dreams are telling him um jenny comes in and is like what's going on and harry's like they haven't stopped the dreams um, but I was never in in Godric's Hollow with Petunia. This doesn't. Um, and Jenny's like, you're scaring me. What's going on? Voldemort. I saw Voldemort and Albus. Um, he said, Voldemort said, I smell guilt. He was talking to me. Um, and Jenny's like, Harry, is Albus still in danger? And Harry says, I think we all are. Which like, I just, there are no, there's no time for cliffhangers. We've been here for fucking like a thousand hours. You know how small the seats are? <laughs> it's so narrow. My poor hips, you know? Like, I just want to go get a curry, you know? But I had to say after the play, we could go get a curry and then go home. That's what I want to do. So, scene 14. The Slytherin dormitory. Scorpius leans ominously over Albus's bedhead. Um, it's like, Albus, psst, Albus. He doesn't wake. Albus! Albus wakes up the wait, shock wait, and Scorpius wait, wait, laughs. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Oh, yeah. It's like reminds me of like Alvin from Alvin the Chipmunk. Scorpius leans honestly over Albus's bed head. I, I'm assuming headboard. It's, yeah, what it's, is head, it's headboard in here. <laughs> yeah, it says bed head in here. I was so laughing, I guess that's what they call and then it. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> no, I think that I guess that's what they call it. <laughs> bed head? That's the more you know. Right. What do you call it when you actually have bed head, though? I don't know. That's a good. Maybe they call it must up or maybe they still call it bed head. 
Yeah. That's so funny because I just read it and I wasn't really thinking about it because I was like, I pretty much, I think when I read it to myself, I kind of skipped over it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but reading it out loud, I'm like, I think I guess I know what that means, but I forgot that I'm reading the British version. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Continue. Yeah. That's hilarious. Girl, but I was like, because <laughs> I'm reading it and even when like there are things that are slightly different, like they're not different yeah. enough for me to like, Yeah. You know, but Bedhead is a, that's a, that's different. Yeah. All right. So Scorpius wakes Albus up and Albus is like, pleasant. That's a pleasant and not scary way to wake up. Um, And Scorpius says, you know, it's the strangest of things, but ever since being in the scariest place imaginable, I'm pretty much good with fear. I am. Scorpius the dreadless. I am. Malfoy the unanxious. Um, And he's like, uh, so basically he's just, he's just real excited because Voldemort's not back. Like, he's his best friend's here. King. He's like, detention? That's nothing. I got that. I, this is fine. Um, he's Ain't like, no Rose is talking to me. He's like, Rose called me breadhead today. That was great. Almost hugged her. Um, or I did, but then she kicked me in the shin. Which I'm just like, what, what is with these people and their lack of boundaries? Like, I get it. I do. Be, be excited, but like, geez. I mean, well, this is the same society that, like, glorifies Snape, so why not? Yeah. And love potions. And left um, off as well. So Albus is like, I'm not sure being fearless is going to be good for your health. Um, but then Scorpius is like, you don't know how good it is to be back here. I hated it here. Um, and then Albus says, apart, or I hated it there. And Albus is like, apart from Polly Chapman fancying you to bits, which, <laughs> yikes. Um, Cedric was a different person entirely, dark and dangerous. My dad doing anything they wanted him to. He never even met Cedric. Well, he just read about him in a book, so that's how he knows. Would have been cool if they met Cedric and Cedric popped up like, I'm here with the augury or right. some shit, but they didn't do that. They just talked about him. Um, I discovered another Scorpius, you know, entired, entitled, angry, mean. People were frightened of me. But it's like, but did you discover that? Or was that just what people were telling you you were? Because when he got there, he wasn't like that. He was still the same yeah. Scorpius. So... Right. I'm like, did he feel those things? Because that doesn't make sense. Like you, anyway, whatever. It feels like we were all tested and we all failed. Um. And Alba said, but you changed back. You changed yourself back only because I knew what I should be. And then Albus asks if he thinks he's been tested. And Scorpius is like, no, not yet. And I'm like, after all this, he still had been tested. Like, what is the point? You need to be. I can safely say that at 14, I hadn't been tested. And you know what? It was a good time. I look back but on those times. I know, fondly. but like, in the context of the of this, yeah, just um, Tiana's like, at least you all saw it. I heard they all looked good. The magic is great, and they wore nice gowns. I'm going back to make some eggnog. <laughs> He's like, I don't need um, to be here. She's like, this is too much. This is um. So Albus is like, you're wrong. The stupid thing wasn't going back once. Anyone can make that mistake. The stupid thing was arrogant enough to go back twice. Apparently, apparently anyone. As, as a one, I'm offended. <laughs> um, and then Albus says, and why was I so determined to do this? Cedric? Really? Which has been my question the whole Ooh, time. So. Right? At least he got there. <laughs> um, and then he says, no, I had something to prove. My dad's right. He didn't volunteer for an adventure. Me, this, it's all my fault. And if it wasn't for you, everything could have gone dark. 
But it didn't, said Scorpius. Um, and you're to thank for that as much as me, which is a lie. When the Dementors were inside my head, Severus Snape told me to think of you. You may not have been there, Albus, but you were fighting. Fighting alongside me. And this is, again, where I wrote gay. gay very clearly <laughs> in my book. Gay. Gay. Um, let them be in love. They are. Just let them, just let them do the thing. Um... That reminds me of, um, sorry, oh. I was recently watching season three of The Dragon Prince, mm-hmm. and there's like a romantic subplot, and I was like, oh, they should kiss, and my niece was watching with me, and she was like, no, and I was like, you know, like, 14-year-old love, but they're in love, like, they should hold hands and kiss, and that's all I need, you know, like, right there, yeah. stop it there, but like, mm-hmm. let them have the thing, and that's how I feel about this, like, let them have their, like, 14-year-old love. Right. Because it's clearly It don't there. need to be intensely sexual. Nope. It can just be a regular... Regular old... Just... 14-year-olds who think like to smooch and hold hands. So Scorpio says, And saving Cedric wasn't such a bad idea, not in my head anyway. Though, you know, right, um, that we definitely can't try again. And Albus is like, yeah, I do know that. And Scorpio says, good, then you can help me destroy this. And he reveals the time turner to Albus... Um, okay, so here's my thing. Mm-hmm. That time turner is so big. How are you like, oh, oop, I lost the time turner. Where are you hiding it? I mean, I guess maybe all their clothes have undetectable extension charms, but it seems like that's maybe. not the case because it's such a big deal to get undetectable extension charms. Well, I think what it is is that undetectable extension charms are things that you're not allowed to do on your own. So they're regulated. So that doesn't mean that you can't buy robes that have, like maybe the company that makes those robes has like a license to use that, that charm. You know but what I mean? Why would they be undetectable? They should just be detectable. <laughs> well, because you don't see that they're extension charms, right? Like like the TARDIS, you don't know that it's bigger on the inside just by looking at it. Yeah. So I think that's the concept. Like it's undetectable because like you don't look at, he's not walking around in robes that are like infinitely... Or however big they are inside, they're not that size on the outside, if that makes sense. So it's undetectable from just, like, the naked eye. Okay. Okay. Um, turns out Malfoy the Unanxious is a pretty good liar. And then Albus is like, we should tell someone about this. And Scorpius says, who? The Ministry kept it before. Do you trust them to keep it again? Only you and I have experienced how dangerous this is and it means you and I have to destroy it. No one can do what we did. So Scorpius says it's time that time turning became a thing of the past. And Albus is like, you're quite fond of that phrase. And Scorpius says, I've been working on it all day. So back to scene 15, uh, Slytherin dormitory. Harry and Ginny are in there. Craig Bowker Jr. is like, yo, this is against the rules. It's the middle of the night, which I'm like, your parent, like they're parents of kids, like you're a prefect or whatever, which I'm assuming because it hasn't so far yeah, like been. Who is he? Uh, they haven't said who he is, but I'm assuming he's a prefect because of the way he's talking. But it also doesn't make sense because like these are somebody's parents, like they're not children, they're not students, out of bounds. Right. Um, but anyway, Craig's like, I know who you are, Mr. Potter, but even you must understand that it's against school covenant for parents or professors to enter the house quarters without express permission from. And it's like, sir. That's a dumb rule. That is a dumb rule. I don't know who, I don't know, we don't know who's permi- who made this up, but it's dumb. Um, and McGonagall's like, please don't be tiresome, Craig. Um, and Harry's like, you got our message? Good. 
McGon- and then Craig leaves. Harry pulls open the bed curtain and he's gone. And he's going to send his parents to an early grave. I know Albus is doing like the right thing this time. Yeah. <laughs> but but they're like, I don't think they could take much kid, more. Man. <laughs> like, let's just leave him. Just, he I don't mean, want, he can't he do don't that want with it. kids, but like, he, don't, he doesn't want this. Life. He doesn't want to be with us. Um, and then Malfoy's, or sorry, yeah, young Malfoy, Scorpius, is also gone. And McGonagall's like, let's turn this school upside down. Craig, we've got work to do. So I guess Craig didn't leave. He just stood there. Um, Jenny's like, haven't we been here before? Yep. Harry says something feels worse this time. Uh, Jenny is like, you spoke to him earlier. You came to the dorm and talked to him. And Harry's like, yeah. And then he's like, what did you say to our son, Harry? Says Jenny. Um, and Harry's like, I tried to be honest. Like you said, I didn't say anything. And Jenny says, and you controlled yourself? How heated did it get? And Harry's like trying to think back. He's like, I don't think I said anything. Like, I, you think I scared him away again? Um, and she says, I can it's forgive like, you for one mistake, Harry. Maybe even two. But the more mistakes you make, the harder it is to forgive you it becomes. Which I'm like, girl, this is your son. Like, this is not Harry. Harry also, can do what he can. <laughs> I am like, man, being a white so child dumb. is wild to me. Because you could be like, running just, away. You could be talking crazy to your parents. You could be changing time. And your mama yelling at your daddy about what he, how he, his tone. He's yelling at his daddy about tone. <laughs> like, I just, and this time, the tone wasn't even bad. Like, he, like, they had a good heart to heart. And the fact that Harry can't say not, it was good. We had, like, a good, we had an understanding. And she's like, I'll never forgive you. This, like, you need to. Why don't you, we never know, forgive like, Albus for breaking into the ministry. Your son broke into the minister of magic's office and stole a highly volatile piece of magic. But his his father's tone and disciplining him is the problem. This is so bad. And Jenny hasn't really been doing nothing this whole nope. thing. So for her to be like, I'm... And they I'm, don't I'm have, like, a good you. relationship. Like, so why isn't Jenny the one, like, ex- explaining this? To, like, why aren't they like, okay, good cop, bad cop. Obviously, Jenny, he don't listen to me. So this is on you. <laughs> yeah. Maggie said, this is truly terrible relationship development. How is Alvis being a little shit Harry's fault? Ma'am. And I'm just, like, she really seriously. is Molly's daughter. Which I'm like, Portia? Is that you? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I just, yeah. Anyway, that's the end of that. So, who's your MVP? McGonagall. Mm-hmm. And really, like, she can't really, like, they stole the time turner off her property. That didn't have nothing to do with her. She already told, like, Hermione, a bookcase, really? Come on. Um, right. So everything that, all the all the fuckery that's happening on Hogwarts isn't actually on her, because she, you know, the time turner being in play wasn't known. Um, mm-hmm. But once she got them, she got them all together. Parents, children. And she's like, what you're not going to do in my Hogwarts mm-hmm. um, is this foolishness so yeah same I also made her my MVP for finally getting these people together remembering she's the adult and then getting them together right because I do remember watching it um, until this moment feeling like McGonagall was too much of a pushover yeah like I was just like where is where is the fire like what is happening and then this was the moment where she was she just kind of remembered she where she was. came from <laughs> yeah Wait, she was like hold up are. She said, hold up. I'm Professor Mer- I'm Professor D. McGonagall, okay? We're not doing that. Um, so Maggie MVPs McGee for being a responsible headmaster and noticing all of the issues 
Which, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Because she was like, y'all, A, B, and C, you youngins, D, E, and F. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything. So. Yeah. Um, Get it together. So, I benched Tom Riddle because he just needs to stay dead. And, like. Who are you telling? Like, my God. Like, bro, if you don't get about my man's dreams <laughs> and go mind your dead business, like, right? just, like, come on. Like, come on. I can't. I benched J.K. Rowling, Jack Thorne, and John Tiffany. Yeah, I knew it. Mostly John Tiffany because, or Jack Thorne, sorry. Did, I was like, who did what? I don't remember. I don't remember. Mostly Jack Thorne because that writing is awful. That's not good. <laughs> unfortunate it was funny because i was watching um his dark materials with my brother and like i need to go back and watch it because like we were playing like dominoes too so it's not like i was fully paying attention Mm -hmm. but at one point i did glance up at the credits and like he writes that and so far it seems like it's been good (laughs) but i just like saw the name and i was like oh my goodness and i just gotten done like talk to um my brother about like what we were doing with wizard team mm. so it was like wow he's just all in my face right can't get away from him <laughs> i mean but just like the dementia scene alone bitch the light in the darkness that Ooh. shit that was that was like light wow in the darkness. top fuckery top grade from the high shelf so he looks awful too. Sorry, I just moved to the back where they have a oh. picture of all three of them smugly standing. <laughs> Not smugly. smugly. They all look smug. <laughs> he got a like uh, Mark Zuckerberg like hoodie situation going on. Stop. Like, you can even dress up and like. Oh no no. Yeah, he's got a Mark. His, you don't even got like a, his collar's not even straight. Like you know what I mean? Like he looks ragged. Okay. And I just feel like. You know, J.K. Rowling got a smug look on her face when she's like, I make these characters, give me my money. And John Tiffany's got this yeah. look on his face like, I'm the shit. And he is, because he directed the fuck out of this play. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. The directing, the staging, like, he did that thing. Jack Thorne could go. Garbage. That's the word. All right. Maggie benches Snape for trying to yet again rewrite his narrative as love rather than the extremely unhealthy obsession that it really was. Accurate. Accurate. Cool. Thanks for listening. Next week we will discuss Act 3, scenes 16 through 21 of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Um, Join the conversation on Twitter. Use the hashtag wizard team. Um, And you can add us at WeBlackAndNerds as well. But we checked the hashtag too, so you know. Yeah. Do what you do. Um and yeah. See you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.